I'm just really excited that I'm able to stand here today. Stand here today and just encourage somebody today on how to keep a positive attitude of faith. So important. The challenge of maintaining a positive attitude of faith. I want you to go to the book of Exodus. I want you to go there. We're still settled in talking about the heroes of faith, but I really want you to begin to see how the children of Israel, they crossed over the Red Sea, but during this crossing over, there was an, an attitude shift that did not take place. Every time you cross over into a new moment, a new season, a new time in your life, there's a challenge of maintaining a positive attitude of faith because a lot of times when we cross over or we come out of difficult seasons in our life, we don't change our attitude for the new place or the posture that we're in. And so come on, let's pray our prayer that we've been praying every Sunday for the last three months or so and we're going to pray this prayer because I really believe it's important to our house come on everybody just repeat after me Father today is another moment where my faith will be strengthened through the teaching of the word of God come on speak it out we ask that your word reveals reconciles and restores us to the faith that existed in our forefathers. Revive our hearts to the position and posture where faith leads us to believe, to trust, and to obey your will. Father, let your word be the guiding compass that guides us through the invisible path of the impossible. Father, we ask that our faith is aligned with your word. Let this be our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. I want you to look at Exodus chapter number 14, I believe. Am I? Yeah, chapter number 14. Well, let's start in Exodus 15, and I'll go back up into 14. I want to lay this sermonic text for you. Then Moses said to the Israelites, Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider, or his chariots, he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God. And I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will exalt him. Verse number three says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host have he cast into the sea. 
His chosen captains also are sunk into the Red Sea. Verse number five says, the floods covered them. They sank in the depths like a stone. Verse number six, your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. And verse number seven says, in the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow those rising against you. You send forth your fury. It consumes them like stubble. We can see here in chapter number 15, the celebration has begun. They've crossed over to the Red Sea. They've crossed through the Red Sea and they're on the other side. The enemies have been destroyed that have come to destroy them. We've talked about that. But I just want to go back up into the next four verses of chapter 14 starting around verse 27 and I'll go through verse 31. I want to take you back because I believe that there are moments in faith where we have to keep the momentum of a positive attitude of faith. We've got to keep the momentum. When you look back over your life, there are times, and I've told you guys, to begin to develop a, a season where you begin to reflect on things that you've accomplished in your life. Look over your life and begin to look over the things that you haven't accomplished in your life. Look through the areas of your life. Take time of examination and reflection to see how you can get to where you need to be. I really believe that in this season that God wants us to take a moment, to take a pause, and to number one, understand that our faith reflects how far we've come. Our faith is a reflection of how far we have come. Y'all remember that song in the Baptist church where they would march in at the afternoon service? You know, and all the choirs would join and they would all have on their dear, uh, you know, their different choir robes and they would start and they'd be like, we have come this far by faith. Dun, 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 dun. You know, and the church is going on. But then you always had that one brother who couldn't march that would be like this. Uh, you know, trusting in his holy word. What does this say? He never failed me yet. And they would just go up right here. Oh, can't turn around. We come this far by faith. They sitting there like, Reverend, I've never heard that song. <laughs> See, we were, we were always reminded, and I think we're missing that in church today. Church doesn't remind us of where we come from. Church doesn't remind us of how far we've made it through. It doesn't remind us of how hard the, the battle has been for some of us. We, we would sing those songs as a reminder of our faith. They reminded us of the oath that we made when we said that we would never uh, 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 pick up our lives again because we laid our lives down and we decided to carry a cross that belonged to us. I believe that there are moments where 
God is looking for the church to return to a place where we begin to remind one another of how far we've come. We're no longer standing where we used to be. We're no longer doing things that we used to. We don't look the way we used to. We don't talk. We don't pray. We don't shout. We don't give. We don't serve. Why? Because we've come far. We've, we've learned what it means to be in the pit. We've learned how to steward ourselves over the small things that God has given us. And so the first reflection is, is that faith reflects on how far we have come. When you look at this here and you think about all of the things that, 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 that God has done in and through our lives, when we look at this here, we look at verse number 28. And we can see here, it says that the waters returned and covered the chariots and all the army of Pharaoh that had gone into the sea after them. Not one of them survived. When we look at how far we have come, when we look at how far we've come, we think about those things. Faith reflections on how far we've come. It remembers that we were once in a place where our freedom and our destiny was enslaved at the hands of Pharaoh. Can you remember the moments in your life where you were enslaved by something that was holding you hostage, but because of God, because of your faith, God allowed you to be released from those things that were holding you hostage. It remembers that we were once in a place where God spared our firstborn children. I, I think God is reminding us that there's a moment in our life when we look at the children of Israel uh, that, 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 that there was a time that they had to reflect. Uh, they remembered when they were in a place where their freedom was enslaved. They had to remember that they were once in a place where God spared their firstborn children. How can we apply this to our life? There was something important to you that God wanted to survive in your life. And because of your faith, because of your belief, God covered you. We call it the blood. Come on now. Because of the blood, I'm still standing. Because of the blood, I'm still here. Because of God's redeeming power, I'm able to lift my hands and just say, thank you, Jesus. Come on now. Uh, uh, faith remembers that we were once held up in the middle of a confined, restricted frontier. A place where I couldn't reach my promise. A place where Egypt was asking me to come back. A, a place where my past was haunting me. And, and it seems like I would never get away from it. But when you think about it today, you're no longer there. Sometimes you got to just look around and just say, I'm no longer in that place. Come on now. Uh, whether it's two steps, whether it's three steps, uh, you're no longer in the place that you were before. So number one, faith reflects on how far we've come. I like this quote here. Faith's memory is the rewarding song of praise that reminds us of God's unfailing love and protection. Faith's memory is the rewarding song of praise that reminds us of God's unfailing love and protection. Can you repeat that after me? Faith's memory, Faith's memory 
is the rewarding song of praise that reminds us of God's unfailing love and protection. Number two, faith reminds us that we are in a different place, posture, and position. Come on now, when you, when you think about this, think about it. Verse, verse 29 in chapter 14 says, But the Israelites walked on dry ground in the midst of the sea, the waters being a wall to them on their right and their left. Number one, we talked about faith reflects on how far we've come, but then faith, but then faith does what? It reminds us. That I'm no longer in the same place that I used to be in. I no longer stand with the same posture. I, I'm no longer in the same position of lack. I'm no longer in the same position of unforgiveness and bitterness. My posture, my attitude has changed. Why? Because I have crossed through and I'm standing on the other side. Faith reflects, but then faith reminds me. It reminds me and it reminds us that we're standing on dry ground. I, when I think about it, I remember that there were seasons in my life where I was walking through a place where water was on one side and water was on the other side. God was bringing me through a process. He was bringing me through a journey. He was ending one chapter and opening up another chapter, but I'm now standing on another side. I'm, I'm standing on dry ground. Faith reminds us not to treat this new place as if it's the same place that I just left. Have you ever been around somebody who had just come out of a miraculous season and all you heard them talk about was where they came from but not where they're standing at today? A lot of times the enemy of our flesh, the enemy of our mind will cause us to only reflect on the bad things. It'll cause us to reflect on things that are not working for us. But we've got to be reminded that we can never treat the new place, the new ground that we're standing on as if we're still on the other side in a restricted frontier as if we're on the other side with a relentless foe as if we're on the other side with regressive and repressive feelings we're standing in a new place this is why I said faith causes you to be challenged to walk with a positive attitude I can't have the same attitude that I had on the other side uh, it's, it's going to defeat the process so number one, again, we, we talk about how faith reflects on the journey. But then faith reminds us that I'm standing in a new place. My mind is right. My money's right. My house is right. Everything about my life is new. Faith reminds us that sometimes you might have to take the bitter with the sweet. When we think about that, sometimes you may have to take the bitter with the sweet. When you think about that, uh, faith reminds us that sometimes you may have to take the bitter with the sweet. 
It reminds us that you cannot treat the new place as if it's the same place you left. And then it reminds us that we're standing on dry ground. Hear this. Faith's reminder to us becomes our throttle and pace that keeps us focused on the purposeful journey ahead. Did you hear that? Faith's reminder to us becomes our throttle and our pace that keeps us what? Focused on the purposeful journey ahead. Just because you get to the other side doesn't mean that the journey has ended. Can I tell you, getting to the other side is where the real journey begins. Getting to the other side means that the real journey has just begun. Can somebody say that? The real journey has just begun. My faith will remind me that I'm not standing where I used to be. My faith will reflect on how far I've come, how mature I am now, how, how I have matriculated spiritually through the things of God. I'm, I'm learning what it means to pray. I'm learning what it means to be faithful. I'm learning what it means to be purposeful in my life. I, I'm learning what it means to be full of God's glory and his power. I'm learning what it means to trust God. I'm learning what it means to depend on God. I'm I'm learning what it means to have confidence in God. I'm not the same person that I used to be. Faith reflects on the journey. Faith reminds me of where I am today. But then I love this. Faith recounts. It rehearses It rehearses what? It recounts what? The works, miracles, and the provision of the Lord. Faith reflects on the journey. Faith reminds me of where I am. But then faith recounts it. It rehearses the works the miracles and the provision of the Lord. I, I, I like this in, in, in verses 31, I mean verses 30 and 31 in, in chapter number 14. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. Verse 31 says, And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did against the Egyptians. And the people reverently feared the Lord and trusted in, relied on, remained steadfast to the Lord and to his servant Moses. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider or his chariots has been thrown he has thrown into the sea but when we think about verse number three it's really important because you can't get to point number three until you go through what the journey i gotta think about the journey see praise doesn't start at the works and the miracles 
Come on now. Uh, your praise starts uh, when you begin to reflect on how far you've come. Uh, 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 that's why they used to give testimony service uh, uh, in the Baptist church, in the Holiness church, uh, the Pentecostal church. Come on now. Uh, the shout started when they started saying, uh, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Uh, I could have been dead, but I'm still standing. Uh, he put food on my table. I, I could have been hungry, but he decided that I would have food to eat. Uh, uh, I could be in the cemetery right now, but he reminded me that my life was full of purpose uh, and that nobody can take my life uh, until I have fulfilled all that God has done in my life. Uh, if you grew up in the Baptist church, uh, they taught it like this. Uh, first, giving honor to God who's the head of my life. Uh, I thank God for being my healer. I thank God for being my peacemaker. I thank God for being my all in all. I thank God for being with me. He woke me up this morning and he started me on my way. See, y'all don't know nothing about testimony service. And right about then, somebody would say, I want to be at the meeting. I want to be at the meeting. I want to be at the meeting one more time. I want to be at the meeting. I want to be at the meeting. I want to be at the meeting one more time. See, my grandmother, Early Thomas, she taught that song to my father. And I would hear my father sing that song. Uh, and then they would get up to pray and the old deacon would come around and say the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and they would get to praying and they would get to singing they would get to reflecting and reminding themselves of what God had done for them and by the time you would turn around you'd be an hour into the service and they would be shouting why because somebody would think about what God has done for me. Come on now. He healed my mama's body. Come on now. When the doctor said that she was going to die, God healed my mama. Come on now. I remember going to church and Bishop and my father, Reverend Warren, they would be up there singing and we were out and there was a woman sitting in a wheelchair and they begin to pray and I'm talking about praying. They start calling on heaven. They start start calling on the father and the woman sitting there and her legs started growing oh that's not a work that's a miracle come on now y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying when God begins to provide miracles that's when you start praising hallelujah but then somebody would say I remember when my car stopped on the highway I didn't have enough money to get to the gas station it was too far but God sent somebody by and it just wasn't somebody. It was Deacon such and such in his wife. They saw me standing on the side of the road and they said brother what do you need? I don't have any money. I've ran out of gas in my car. Brother I got a gas can. I can get you back down to the gas station. That's not works. That's not miracles but that's called the provision of God. When God provides for you that's when you start praising. That's when you start shouting but you've got to be able to be in a position where you can reflect on where you come from. You've got to be in a position 
where you can remind yourself that I'm no longer across the street with baby's mama. I'm no longer across the street doing what I used to do, but I'm standing in a new place. My shoes are new. My clothes are new. My faith is new, but I'm no longer standing in that place. I've got to recount and rehearse how good God has been to me. Ah, faith recounts and it rehearses and it teaches us that God is for me and not against me. Oh, when I recount and I rehearse the works and miracles and the provision of God, it shows me that the plan of God is to prosper you and not to destroy you. Come on now. Uh, uh, y'all know where it is. It's over there in Jeremiah 11. Come on now. Uh, uh, when I think about it, uh, when my faith tells me that I need to rehearse and recount that the will of God is to take you from just enough to all that you need. Come on now. Now, all that you need may not ever be a million dollars. It may not be $500,000. But all that you need is to know that God is not against you, but he's for you. That God has brought you from a mighty long way. Uh, that God has picked you up out of the pit and he set you on dry ground. That God has destroyed that one enemy that's been haunting you for the last 400 years. Uh, he drew him out so that you could see that he wanted to kill him in the first place. He was sick and tired of his people being what? Pushed down and enslaved. But he said, I will harden Pharaoh's heart. Yes. My faith. Come on. My faith. It says to me that God is for me. Somebody said that God is for me and not against me. Come on, say it again. God is for me and not against me. Come on, I want you to yell at this time. God is for me and not against me. Come on, say it. The plan of God is to prosper me and not to destroy me. The will of God is to take me from just enough to all that I need. Come on, hear this. Faith's rehearsal is the defining performance of faith's trust and confidence in God. Y'all got it? Y'all put it up there? Y'all with me? Faith's rehearsal is the defining performance of faith's trust and confidence in God come on now faith does what it, it recounts it rehearses what the miracles the works and the provision of God it, it shows me that God has never been against me he's always been for me that God's plan has always been to prosper me. That God's desire and his will is for me to have more than enough and to have all that I need in him. Somebody say in him. In him. Faith, it reminds us. It teaches us. It reminds us that I'm standing on dry ground on the other side. 
Come on now. I'm standing on dry ground on the other side. That means that the language of the ground that I stand on is not the same language of the former ground that I was standing on. That means that the new ground that I'm standing on, it has to be richer. It, the soil is different. Come on now. The texture of life is different. Come on now. The formation and the development and the process of life is different. I'm no longer there. I'm in a new place. It might be raining, but I'm in a new place. It might be stormy, but I'm in a new place. It might be cloudy, but I'm no longer on the other side. I, I, I'm experiencing a new rain on the other side. I, I, I'm experiencing some storms in my life on a new side. Come on, think about it. Come on now, when the struggles hit your life, come on now, think about it. You're, you're no longer on the side of Egypt. Come on now, Egypt is in the sea. Come on now, your enemy has been destroyed, but I'm still going through some stuff, but you're standing on the other side. Come on now, the ground that you stand on today is not the same ground that you were standing on three years ago, that you were standing on yesterday. Why? Because God is always moving. He, he's always pushing me to go forward. This is why you've got to be challenged to maintain a positive attitude within your faith. Faith is always positive. Don't allow what you see on the other side to defeat your faith. Uh, because what you see on this side is greater than what you were dealing with on the other side that's behind you. Come on now. Come on now. What you're getting ready to face is going to be greater than what you were running from. <laughs> but when your faith doesn't remain positive, you'll always look back at Egypt and say, that was better. You'll always be reminded of what was better in Egypt. You'll always reflect on what was better in Egypt. You'll always uh, recount and rehearse what was better while you were stumping in mud and building rocks and bricks for somebody else because your faith hasn't remained in a positive attitude. Your, your faith has been defeated because you're on the other side and you're now saying, okay, God, what's next now? Okay, God, you got me through now. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Your faith has been defeated already. This is why it's going to be important that, that I walk you through this moment of Moses' leadership because you're going to begin to see in the weeks to come that they didn't just get to the promised land uh, uh, like they should have because they never had a positive attitude within their faith. Have you ever received thanks from somebody who really wasn't thankful for what you've done for them? They just said, thank you. You know, I really appreciate what you do for me, but they really lying. They just, they, they're saying thank you because they feel like they need to say thank you. How many times have we thanked him, but we really weren't thankful for where he has us? Because we want to go back to Egypt. We want him to 
open up the Red Sea resurrect the dead pull them out we all go back and he rewinds because see if, if, if he takes me back to Egypt then that means that he has to resurrect what he killed and we're asking God to resurrect what he's already killed when you want to go back to Egypt you're asking God repart the Red Sea so that I can walk backwards Come on now, so that I can walk backwards. Because it's going to be difficult for you to turn all the way around and then go back. No, we just want to walk back. I just want to go back. I, I, I just wish. I just, no, no, no. We don't want to go back. And I said it two weeks ago. We don't, we're not going back to the hotel. We're not going back to all that other stuff. We, we're going to stay forward in our faith with a positive attitude that this journey ain't going to take us the rest of our life. We're not going to get to the other side and start complaining because we don't have water. We're not going to get to the other side and start complaining because we run out of food. Come on now. Uh, we're going to believe that if God can cause the Red Sea to open, everything else is going to be easy. Come on now. Uh, everything else is going to be easy. But when you think about it, he parted the Red Sea because they didn't have faith enough to just get in the water and walk through for themselves. Oof. I know that's theologically incorrect, you know, because somebody's going to say, well, God wants, no, no, no. There are times where God has to do stuff for us to get us to believe what we should already believe. The things that God does for us just to get us to believe. Are you tired of that? Aren't you tired of that? God doing something for you just to get you to believe. If, if, you know, and we said all, all the time, it, well, I mean, if you don't know that I love you by now, then I don't know what else you're going to do. That. I mean, that, there's nothing else that I, I, I can do. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, my wife, she's the first. I, if you don't know by now, baby, then I mean, you just ain't gonna know. I, I'm not wasting my time with you. I, I, I'm not going down those. I'm not going down those roads with you today. Uh, it, 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 if you don't know that I'm just me by now, then just get over it. Now, you hear that? But God is such a loving God that He understands that sin has defiled our mind and our thinking so much that He has to prove Himself to us. Because he loves us so much that he never wants us to go a day without understanding that I am for you. So let me open up the Red Sea for you. Yeah. I, I'm not against you. So let me take your enemy and put him in the sea and show you that I've never been against you. I kill what was coming to kill you. Yeah. So why do you want to turn around and re-resurrect what I have drowned, what I have killed that was coming to destroy you? I made a promise to you. I promised it to your forefather Abraham that there is a land that's about 11 days down the road. So be hungry until you get there. Be a little tired until you get there. Get some corns and, and get some scars and, and walk through some, 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 some uncultivated land until you get there. Your promise is right in front of you. Just keep on walking. But because we lack a positive attitude of faith, it takes 40 years to do what God 
wanted us to do in about three to 11 days. Come on, uh, the, the, the journey wasn't that far. About three to 11 days, and if they could have remained positive in their attitude, and so they remain, can I tell you this? They remain in the same place for 40 years. It only took them, it would have only taken them three to 11 days. They never got there. 40 years going around the same mountain. And the Bible says that their shoes never wore out. Their clothes never wore out. That's really bad, man. That's, that, that's really, for 40 years, you got the same heel on your shoe. That means you ain't done no work. That means you ain't put in no work. That means you have no sweat equity, as Carlos used to teach me. Uh, Fred, it's called sweat equity. Your return, what you put into it. The return of the journey was getting to a place of rest. Believing that whatever we face, we're going to rest that God is going to bring us through. That God is going to bring us through. That's why we got to remember that he's everything to us. My faith is everything to me. Come on, say it. My faith is everything to us. Come on, think about it. Hear it again. Faith's memory is the rewarding song of praise that reminds us, Jordan, of God's unfailing love and protection. I want you to remember that quote this week. As you're going through life, I want you to remember it. I want you to remember that faith's reminder to us becomes our throttle and pace that keeps us focused on the purposeful journey ahead. When it seems like I don't have enough energy, my faith is going to be the throttle. It's going to be my pace. It's going to give me the cadence that I need to remain focused. I want you to remember this. When it doesn't seem like God is working on your behalf, faith's rehearsal is the defining performance of faith's trust and confidence in God. It's not working. It's not working for us. But remember, faith is the rehearsing performance it recounts how many times you trusted in God how many times you trusted God and it happened and it happened faith is, is a rehearsing moment that teaches us that my faith is a performance of God's trust and confidence in God. It's the reminder that becomes my throttle and pace that keeps my eyes and my mind focused on the purposeful journey ahead. Come on, lift your hands and just say, God, is doing a new thing. Come on, lift your hands and say, God is doing God is doing a new thing in my life. Come on, he's already done it. He's already done it. Come on, come on. 
I just got to walk in it. I just got to walk in it. I've got to live in it. I've got to reflect. Oh, Rabbi. Hallelujah. I got to reflect on what God is doing new in my life. And as I reflect, I'll think about how he brought me through. I'll, I'll be reminded of where I used to be. Come on now. I, I will allow my faith to recount and rehearse that God has never been against me, that God has always been for me. Somebody needs to hear that. You're, you're facing some, some situations in your life. God is for you and he's not against you, but he allows some bad things to happen in my life. God is for you and not against you. If you understand, hallelujah, you were once crying, hallelujah, in a bad place, but you're crying now in a good place. You got a job. Come on now. You got money in your pocket. Come on now. You can feed your family when you couldn't feed your family last year. Come on now. You once had cancer in your body. You once were taking chemo. And now, hallelujah, you probably might not have all the strength that you have, but your hair is starting to grow back. Your nails are starting to grow back. You're not on medicine anymore. It's in full remission. God has healed your body. I'm talking to some Somebody. God is doing a new thing in your life and no thing shall be denied saith the Lord I will not deny you life I won't deny your prosperity I won't deny your salvation I won't deny you the joy I won't deny your hope I won't deny your dream I need you to stand and just believe that I got you back Hallelujah. Come on, everybody, stand on your feet if you can. God is doing a new thing in you. Come on, say whatever. Come on, lift your hands. Whatever you ask for. Whatever. Whatever you pray for. Come on. You pray for nothing. Nothing shall be denied. Father, as we lift our hands today and we're reminded we're reflecting on how far you brought us. Father calls us to accept the challenge to maintain a positive attitude of faith. A positive attitude of faith that says that I remember when I couldn't, but now I can. Father, allow this faith to be a reminder that I was once in a place hey a place that I could not cross but I'm standing on dry ground I'm standing in a new place my posture my position the authority the confidence in my life father calls my faith to constantly be a rehearsal of my face performance of its trust and its faith in you. This is my prayer. Come on, lift your hands. 
Whatever you're going through, I want you to just surrender it to God. Just surrender it. Believe that the enemy has been cast into the sea. Believe that was what that was once that what was once behind you, the enemy that was intentionally coming to destroy you. It's in the same sea that you cross through. <laughs> Cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, divorce. Hallelujah. The brokenness of heart. Disappointment, distress, anguish, pain. Hallelujah. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, sing that. of God and the peace of God will rest on our life. 